Welcome to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. And I am your host, Sean Needham, and I am streaming by myself in downtown Spokane, Washington. And I am excited to have Anna Wilson with Anna Rockstar Fitness on today. And I actually found her on TikTok. If you haven't, if you don't have a TikTok account, you are missing out. Um, I know it's yet another social media that you have to you have to uh, you know monitor and all that. But I will tell you the cool thing about TikTok. Cool thing, maybe not so cool thing, is that the videos are all short, so you can learn a lot of information in a lot of quick videos. The problem is, is that you just keep saying, "I just want to watch one more, want to watch one more, want to watch one more." <laughs> And Anna has a lot of those one more videos and she is packed with energy and she has a great, a great uh, health journey of her own. So one of the things she does now is she helps women to lose weight. And um, this is Anna. Anna, tell us about these pictures, the um, time frame of these pictures. First, I do want to thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean and Janet, for inviting me to this podcast and this live. I feel very honored and I'm super excited to share my story. The pictures you're seeing here. Um, I think they kind of speak for themselves and a lot of the women that I help every day when they see these pictures, it's almost unbelievable. Um, I've been, you know, I've been maintaining my weight for over three years now. So for me, I, I kind of sometimes lose sight of, uh, wow, this is kind of unbelievable <laughs> when I look at these pictures. But the truth is when you can believe in yourself and you put in the work and you do it consistently, then this can happen for you too. And I believe this so strongly that I wanted to help other women do the same thing on a, on a bigger level. So this is me um, in 2017, at the beginning of 2017, just over 200 pounds. Um, and I started back on WW, a program most people know about because I had gone there several times and it had worked. Um, but this time in 2017, I did it differently. I wanted, I didn't want to just lose weight. I wanted to be fit and strong and healthy. Um, and so when I was reaching my goals uh, in terms of weight loss, I started learning more the scientific approach of what it means to lose weight and to maintain it, which is of course calories and understanding macros. And I just love strength training. And yes, I'm passionate about this. Definitely. Yeah, it, that That is very obvious, Anna. And, and that is <laughs> awesome. Um, so do you mind telling us you start out, you're you right at 200 pounds in the before picture. So what are you in the after picture and now? Now, well, I got down um, over, I lost over 60 pounds at the time. Um, I've gained a few pounds since, but it's a muscle for me. I'm a pretty lean person. Um, so I've been maintaining now, but yeah, basically lost 60 pounds. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, you look, you look awesome. And, and one thing is, um, and you already kind of hit on Thank it, you. but we can talk about it a little bit more is that, you know, and I've talked about it all the time on our podcast because you know, the scale is just a tool to kind of monitor, you know, progress, but there's so many other tools also. And, you know, our body composition and how we look is probably the most important. So the the, the scale is not, not always, you know, the, uh, the uh, end all, right? Right, right. I agree. And that's the thing that I teach my clients because how many times did I lose weight and I never really reached a goal weight and maintained it. That's one thing.
But the other thing that happened, because back before I had kids, I loved to run and I ran a lot. I didn't do any strength training, but I got down to a weight that I was, what I thought was happy and like, yay, this is the weight I wanted to. But a lot of women get to a, what they think is a goal weight and they look in the mirror and they say, wow, I don't look like I thought I was going to look. I'm, you know, why don't I not look fit? Like I've lost all this weight and that's what had happened to me a few times. But of course the struggle to try to maintain the weight was real. And I think a lot of women just lose, they, they don't understand that body composition is what we're really looking for. Um, I know we say we want to lose weight, but what we really want is we want to lose the fat and we want to have a shaped body. And I've got some pictures of when I did a marathon back in 2000 and a picture side by side and I don't look fit. I mean, I did a, a whole marathon in 2000 and no, you don't see any muscle definition. There is no shape. You wouldn't look at me and say, wow, she's really fit. Um, you know, but I feel amazing now. And, and the game changer for me was strength training. And this is what I teach is, is the importance of strength training, especially as we're aging um, as women. So yeah, there's a difference between just losing weight and losing fat because women want to look tone. This is the word they like to use. They're like, I want to be tone and I want to have arms that are shaped and, yeah. you know, wear the tank tops that, you know, but you got to lose fat and you have to gain muscle. You have to do both so that you can shrink your skin to your muscle and your muscle is going to show. And then you're going to have a shape that looks fit. Right. And I, and I hear that from so many women and the arms is, is, is pretty important to a lot of women. That's one of the things that they really want to focus on. And, um, you know, it is important, just like you say, to lose the fat first. You can't really, you know, some people think you might be able to build your arms without, you know, if you have a lot of fat on them and it's not going to, the muscle will be there, but it just won't show. So it's yeah. important to lose the weight um, also. Now, um, what, you know, when you said, you know, they want to be fit, I mean, let's face it. The reason most of us work out, I mean, I, I, I do strength training in the gym a few days a week and I, I, I am an endurance mountain bike racer also. Um, but one of the reasons I do that is to be fit, but also just to look good. Don't we want to look good? Isn't that true? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because when we, when we feel like we look good, we, we look good and we feel good. I think it makes a huge difference, especially in your self-confidence. And yeah, we want to look good. There isn't anything wrong with that. So, so speaking right. of your self-confidence, are, are you, did you have this much energy in 2017 when you were 60 pounds heavier? <laughs> I mean, I oh did you gosh. get this all over the last three or four years or five years? No, I cannot say that I had all of this energy. And truthfully, I know I have, I know some people that are quote unquote fit. They don't need to lose weight and they do exercise and this kind of thing. But, you know, really the energy, besides the fact that I am conditioned fitness wise, the energy I feel like that I, that I get is because of my nutrition. Um, and because I'm implementing, you know, rest days and recovery days, you know, and and putting all of the nutrients and the vitamins and, you know, everything that your body needs to be balanced, right? Like homeostasis. And that's a big deal. I don't think you can have the energy when we're putting in garbage in our bodies all the time. And I just want to put just a little side note. I am not one of these people like that's good food. That's bad food. Like, believe me, I add my um, fun foods in. I make it part of my life. I think enjoying some of these, what we call junk food, I think that's part of a healthy lifestyle. 
just not all of the time. Most of the time, just fueling our bodies with the healthy foods that our bodies were intended to, to eat. And yes, it has made a tremendous difference in my, in my body and in my mind and in my self-confidence and my energy. But I, I do want to speak to that because there, like I say, before I would lose weight, but I wasn't so conscious of eating in a healthy way and the foods that that are going to give me that energy, that stamina and keep me healthy too. Cause that's a big thing right now, especially with everything going on and you know, all this illnesses, it's so important for us to be giving our bodies what we need so that we can defend and fight off any illnesses and prevent them. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. Now you come from a healthcare, healthcare background, just as I do. Um, I, you're an RN, correct? Correct. I am. So, one of the things that we talk about on this podcast all the time is um, proximity principle. And in healthcare, and it's kind of like you are who you hang around, correct? Right. And, you know, some people get upset when we talk about this, but it's just there, there's truth to it. And I will say in healthcare, I, I don't know why we call it healthcare, it's really sick care. And most of the healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, pharmacists, yeah are not healthy at all. Oh, that's right. I will tell you, when I was working in that environment around those people, not that I still don't, but, um, you know, I've tried to model myself differently is, you know, there are a lot of them that are unhealthy. And we were talking about just before the show, um, you know, go into your local hospital and for lunch sometime and just look at all the obese healthcare workers. And I'm not, I'm not fat shaming anybody. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just true. And, it's, it's, um, it, it, you know, tell me about your experience with that. Yeah. Um, and I, I am still an RN and just to clarify, I'm not working as an RN in the hospital anymore. I'm working full-time as an online coach. Um, but when I was working in the hospital, I, you know, I did, and I was going through just by the way, I was working full-time in the hospital, in the operating room. I'm an OR nurse in surgery and, at that time, I was I, I worked as a nurse. Those schedules are tough. So mm -hmm. many nurses are working these 12 hour shifts. They're doing back to back shifts. They're working really hard. It's it's not an easy job. And it's it's very exhausting and fatiguing to your body and your mind. Um, but yes, we are surrounded with those people. And I, I saw that all the time. And I think I was really frustrated with that environment, especially what you just said, because in healthcare, here we are, we're trying to promote health. We're trying to promote fitness. We're trying to prevent, you know, illness and all of this. But yet as healthcare workers, what are we doing? And, and this is, this is my message to, to everybody. You, you need to love yourself and care for yourself. And that's how you are going to be giving the best care to other people. So I was frustrated because I felt like it was such a conflict when I worked in the hospital. Um, I did bring my own meals and my own snacks and I would have to sneak off to eat something because you just don't get a chance. You don't get a chance to go to the restroom. You don't get a chance to drink water. You don't get a chance to really eat your snacks and fuel yourself. Um, but I did the best I could at the time, but it is very frustrating because I feel like that environment is not, it's not conducive to health and fitness. They're, they're the way that they, well, at least in my experience, <laughs> I wasn't given the opportunity to take care of myself during a shift. Yeah, no, I agree with you a hundred percent. And 
I, I think it's inspiring to see somebody like yourself, you know, in that environment, come out of that environment and, you know, and inspire others and motivate others. Because um, I think as healthcare professionals, we need to be models to our patients because, you know, it, it's kind of hard to preach health to our patients when we're not healthy. So Absolutely. I you know, agree. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, I do, I, I want to say though, too, this is the thing that I want to say, because since we're talking about this, the message I want to, I want to share with everybody in the healthcare, uh, you can still make yourself a priority. It just comes down to how you want to spend your time and make decisions. Sometimes we have to make some hard decisions, um, making sure to get to bed on time, you know, making sure that you make yourself a priority and get yourself on a schedule. For myself, it was very important that I get on that, you know, a proper wake sleep pattern and making sure that I was eating healthy. But it's possible. So we can't make excuses because I did it. <laughs> I did Absolutely. it while I was working full time right. as a nurse in the hospital. So, yeah. It is. It is. It is definitely possible. So, so tell us a little bit about your program. So this, you, you specifically um, target women. So um, tell us about your program and, and should women work out different than men? Sure. So the reason I got into this and, and it was it wasn't an easy it wasn't an easy move. It wasn't an easy shift. I still remember so vividly the day that I decided I was going to become a coach. And I remember going to the hospital to go empty out my locker um, on that last day. <laughs> and I was doing an Instagram story and I was like, y'all, I can't believe I'm doing this and emptying out my locker. But I just took a leap of faith because at the time I had already been helping women and friends. And so my passion is so strong for this. I said, I, I, I couldn't even focus on doing the nursing in the hospital anymore because I really wanted so much to help women lose weight um, and get fit and strong and healthy and make themselves a priority. So, so that, that's what I did. And it was at the beginning of, actually it was at the end of 2019. So it was before the, even the pandemic hit, I made this leap of faith to get started and putting the nuts and bolts together of, of my online business in the very beginning. And then in 2020, just before the whole pandemic happened, I launched my, my first um, coaching thing, even though I had started coaching one-on-one -on -one with people, I launched a group coaching um, and in the, in the spring. And some of us were really scared, like, what are we doing? But since then, it has just continued to grow. And what I offer online is so close to one-on-one -on -one coaching at a fraction of the cost. I don't, I mean, not to bring in the money, but I, it's, it's, my, it's my dream because trying to coach people one at a time isn't going to impact like I want it to. And so now I'm having an impact on a, just a number of women at one time, because in our program, um, my teaching is an online portal and I train, I train on proper nutrition. Uh, I talk about uh, fitness and mindset. So these are the three pillars of rock that fitness for women, nutrition and strength training and your mindset. And we talk a lot about mindset because without mindset, we're not going to be putting in the work and implementing all the tools. And so I do tend to focus a lot on that. It's very important for me because I know back when I was trying to lose weight, get fit, healthy, all of the obstacles that we face and those obstacles are real and they're in our mind and we have to learn how to overcome them. And when we overcome them little by little, we get stronger 
and then we just get closer and closer to becoming the best version of ourselves. So that's what that's what we do. We're online. I deliver a strength training workouts. Three, it's a three day a week strength training because that's what I have always done. I haven't needed to do any more. People are usually surprised. I do not spend hours and hours in the gym strength training. It's yeah. just three days a week, lower body, upper body, full body. And I'm not trying to cross the stage in a bikini. I'm just trying to be healthy, fit and strong. And that's what I am teaching other women to do because you can, you can incorporate this in your everyday life. You don't have to be a fitness coach. You don't have to be, you know, a competition strength trainer, or, you know, bodybuilder. Um, yeah. So I'm teaching them the nuts and bolts of nutrition and, you know, not eliminating any one type of food, but being able to incorporate your foods um, in, in your lifestyle and have fun and enjoy it along the way. Yeah. Enjoy the journey. It's, you know, it's, it's a process and that's, we need to enjoy the process, not just the destination, right? 100%. That's, that to me is the bottom line. It really is. And I preach that a lot. It's like you have your objective goal out there, but what really matters is what are your daily actions? What are the daily steps that you have told yourself and committed to yourself to do? Focus on that because that's going to, that's going to get you there. Correct. So what, what should a, uh, a typical woman expect when they sign up for your program? Well, one of the biggest number one fantastic things that you can expect if you do join Rock That Fitness is it's a community of women that are all on their own individual journeys and have customized what they need to do for themselves to reach their goals. Um, and this community of women, I, we call ourselves rock stars, all the rock stars, right? And I have never, I know this is my group and I'm biased, of course, but I've never been a part of any group online or any group ever as encouraging, positive and uplifting as this group. And it's not like, you know, Pollyanna, oh, it's so great. I mean, like we, we go through some tough times together. We have women in there that are, you know, they're cancer survivors. We have women in here that are dealing with all kinds of, um, you know, hormonal issues, you know, Hashimoto's, um, diabetes. Uh, we, we welcome everybody and everybody's on their own journey in this place. Um, we have ages anywhere from in their 30s into their 60s. We are just a, whim, a group of women that are loving each other and encouraging each other in, in our goals. So you can expect that. You can expect to come in and know that when you say, hi, this is me, you're gonna be welcomed with open arms and you're gonna get the support and care that you need. And, and we're all there helping each other. Um, so yeah, there's some technical things, you know, that we have an online portal where you have to sign in and I've got everything in there, step-by-step -step guide, just to take the guesswork out and you just follow the guide step-by-step, -step. got the training videos in there. And then I do live Zoom meetings and I do live Facebook meetings. So I'm your coach. I'm there for you. I will answer your questions personally to help you along your own customized um, plan. So tell us, um, should men, men and women work out differently? No, I don't think they should work out differently. Um, we talked, you had said that earlier when we were going to get on this podcast and I was like, no, I, women and men don't work out, um, differently. I mean, we, we all, have, we're all humans. We have the same, you know, shape structure. We're just a little bit, you know, we just get a little bit of different plumbing and, you know, worry that you're stronger, not as strong. It doesn't matter. 
we are still creating the same movements with our bodies. So no, we're, we're not going to be working out differently. Um, yeah, that to me doesn't even seem like a topic. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I, we did put it, we did put it in there because we get that question. So that's why I wanted you to answer that question. And, and I agree with you. And it's interesting because it sounds like your workouts are basically the same as my workouts. Um, because I, I focus on, on, on mountain bike racing. I, I only go, I only do two days a week in the gym, but two upper body, two lower body and two core workouts. And that's pretty much it, you know? Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, yeah. You know, and really my gym sessions, and I wanted to ask about yours, my gym sessions are, um, you know, less than 30 minutes most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes they'll be over, but not usually. Well, and you're, you're breaking yours up in a different split. So for me, when I, when I'm doing mine, I usually can get out of there in 45 minutes. And it's been like that since the beginning, I think in the beginning, I started out maybe 30 minutes, just getting used to everything. Um, but yeah, definitely the training that I do and the training that I program for the rock stars and rock that fitness is just, you can get out in less than an hour or so, probably about 45 minutes. And, you know, the whole goal is so that you can feel stronger, um, feel better you know you're going to increase your your stability your mobility your strength it's all about creating a more quality way of life because when we can we can do this right it's not taking up all of our time but we're adding it into our lives as part of a lifestyle then it's going to help us in our life listen to everything you know carrying all the heavy groceries in the house picking up your grandkids like you don't realize <laughs> it you know when i've you know when i've had friends that have lost weight um and myself too. But when I've had friends that have lost weight, they don't realize the things that they couldn't do until they could do them again when they start losing weight. And yeah. it's just, you know, I, and I just can't, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just unreal. So we do have a question from a viewer. If you can, can you see this, Anna? Can you see that question? What is the protocol for determining a client's most effective workout? The protocol. That's a broad question. Thank you, Mr. Dude, that is so broad. That's really broad. I mean, I think it just comes down to where are where are they at? What's their baseline and go from there? Because, uh, you know, I would not, and the same thing, like with, with the strength training programs that I design, I'm not expecting that anybody would be able to come in there and do these things intensely. And of course you can have modifications. And here's the thing with any workout plan, any workout training program, um, there's not really a beginner plan and an advanced plan it really comes down to taking those movements and and modifying them for where you where you are at and we all start somewhere so if i gave you this workout plan it doesn't matter if it's a beginner plan or an intermediate plan you can modify it or bring more intensity to that same plan so it just depends on the client and where they're starting um where they're at and that's where you go from well let me just uh you know um add on to that is that some people think they, they get too worked up in the details when they first start a program and they say, well, I need this. I need this kind of weight. I need this kind of weight. I need these weights. I need this. I need that. And, um, you know, the first thing I tell them is like, okay, you might need some kind of weight, but what do you have at home? Well, I've got five pound dumbbells. Start with that. That's yeah. all you need. And um, because here's the reality. This is what I have to tell them is that, what are you doing now? Well, I'm doing nothing now. Well, if you just did the movements without weights, it would be beneficial. 
So even start at that. And people don't realize how beneficial that is. And then you can just always add weight as you progress. Um, you know, uh, because and you don't really need this. Another thing that I mean, unless you're a power lifter or a bodybuilder, if you just want to be fit and look good, you don't need heavy weight at all. Right. right. That's wanna, right. That's right. That? Yeah, absolutely. I can't I cannot agree with you more. Um, the plans that I design every month, I put out a new plan for our, our rock stars and um, I, I give them a workout plan that they can do at home. Um, and then I have another program they can do at the gym. And I know everybody's seeing me lifting heavy weights and I'm at the gym. I, I love the gym environment, but you can absolutely get results at home. Um, and we have a lot of women in Rock That Fitness that do their strength training at home. They are just happy doing it at home. And I've got a list of basic at-home equipment that you start out with. But really, even if you don't have anything, you can start. I do have a program in there for beginners to come in and just start with body, just body weight. I mean, I mean, look at gymnasts. They're not out lifting weights. Look at their body. <laughs> right, very effective. Body right. weights, right? right? That's just the body weight is enough, really, to get strong and lean. Um, and so, yeah, I, I totally agree. Start with what you have. I think that's one of the things, that I, and I call that, and you've heard it, I'm sure, before, um, that paralysis analysis or analysis paralysis where it's like, oh, I don't know what I need and this and that. And you make up all these reasons why you don't just start, but really comes down to just start. You'll learn and you'll figure Absolutely. it out along the way, no matter what it is. And just be ready to modify. So I, I'm not real familiar with your detailed plans. I've seen I've seen your videos on TikTok and things, but um, you know, like for instance, if you can't do a push up on your on your toes, then do it on your knees. You know, if you if you can't do a plank, you know, do a plank on your knees. Do just do something. Yes, uh, yes, you can, yes. You know, if you can't do a one legged squat, then don't do a one legged squat. Just do a two legged squat. Right. Exactly. Right. If you can't do it with weights, do it with just body weight. Very effective. Yes. Yes. I know. I believe me, I'm watching these women inside of Rock That Fitness that are getting results and starting to do real push-ups. So they're calling them real push-ups. I right. think any push-up is a real push-up, but they want to do a standard push-up on their toes. It's it's the greatest thing. You know, it's it's a goal to achieve. And they have started out maybe, you know, doing push-ups against a wall, doing push-ups, you know, on a countertop and down, just kind of just getting stronger and stronger until they're doing push-ups on their knees. And can you, you know, getting that one first push-up and we're celebrating. Right. So yeah, celebrate. it doesn't just start where you are. What can you do? So Lee Pence is expanding his question. And I can add to this too, um, Anna, if you uh, go ahead and read the question, please. What are the elements you were, what are the elements you would consider when developing a client's base plan? Okay. That's see, that's also pretty broad, but I'll, I'll do my best to try. And I, I can, that. I, 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 so <laughs> Lee, Lee Pitts is one of my great friends. Okay, I'm good. Watching, and I think I know where he's going. So I'm going to let you go ahead, Anna, and then I'll let you, I'll, I'll ask you some questions so you can expand on it. Okay, sure. I think what's really important, especially when it, when it comes to um, just getting started like I say, I mean, I have to say it just depends on where the person is, because some people they're just trying to start a habit and maybe they just need to make a habit of doing something, whether it's, you know, walking every day or three days a week, they're going to show up. Showing up is number one, right? Because you want to you want to create a habit. So some people might just Wait, let, start let me, by walking. Hold on, Anna, let me stop you right there. OK, sorry. To interrupt yeah. you. It's OK. But Lee Pence is a 
he's a musician, a guitar player, and an awesome guitar player. I even say he's the best guitar player behind Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> but he is my good friend. Okay. That's so, great. But I will say this. One thing he says as a musician, the first thing to do as a musician, he told me this. I'm not a musician. and But he would tell me, he goes, look, for a musician, the most important thing is to show up and show play. up. Right? Yeah. I'm a musician too. So I see. I was gonna ask you about your guitar. Yes, I, I'm in a band. I'm in my own band. I have a band. Awesome. Good for you. So where the rock star comes in, I'm assuming. Yeah. So Lee can probably just by seeing the tip of that, this the bottom of that guitar, he probably <laughs> that's my a lot guitar. Of that guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's my very first electric guitar. Awesome. Wrong one. Okay. But um, yeah, I think if if we're talking about strength training. Um, the goal is that you want to be on a regimented plan. You don't want to just be grabbing workout plans all over the internet because to see progress, you have to have uh, progressive overload. And in order to do that, you have to be on a structured strength training program. Yes, you're going to be doing repetitive exercises, repetitive movements over weeks in a program. And you need to do that or you're not going to be making progress. And maybe the boring, it has boring exercises all the time every, every week. But what's not boring is results. Right. <laughs> but the goal is that you want to hit your muscles once or twice a week in a, you know, in every week. So that's why I just focus on, you know, we're doing lower body exercises one day. One day we're doing upper body exercises. And then the next day of that week, we're going to be doing full body. And hopefully we're getting all of the pull push muscles in that week. Yeah. That's the minimum. I hope that answers the question. What, I, I what is it, it Sean? I, I, think it, I think it does. And I like how you um, expanded on the workout routine throughout the week. So like on, on my workouts and my gym workouts, I do push pulls, upper body, lower body, and then core. And I do two sets of all those. Um, but I do that in one workout and I do that twice a week. Um, but here's one of the differences. What I do is I don't, I don't lift really, really heavy. And uh, so I've got plenty of time to recover. So what I was going to ask you is as we age and I hate admitting this, but I just admit it and I can, you know, and I've seen over the last few years, I need more recovery time as I age. There's, there's just no doubt about it. So, you know, I could lift, I could have lifted seven days a week when I was 19 years old. In fact, there were times I did. You know, and it just it didn't matter. I, I think when you're that age, it's really difficult to overtrain. But as we age, and this is why it's so important, in my opinion, to have a personal yeah. coach. And I have a coach um, for my mountain bike racing who helps me strength train and obviously do train on the bike. And the most important thing that he puts into my regimen is recovery. Yes. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, I do. I think a lot of women think that they just need to be going hard, go hard, hard, hard so they can get their results. But the problem with that is if you don't give your muscles time to recover, you're really doing yourself more harm than you are good. Um, you're increasing your risk for injury and you're not giving your muscles time to recover so they can build. So I agree. I think I think women I think as we age, too, that is just the truth. Right. Because we can't I mean, there's no taking back time we can actually get stronger feel more young you know feel younger when we take care of our health and our fitness but yes i, I do think that sometimes we do and everybody's different right everybody has a different metabolism yeah. a different physique a different anatomy genetics that all plays a role 
Um, but it's really important that we're not pushing ourselves to the point where you're so sore for three days. And I do talk about this with my clients. Look, if you're getting soreness past two days, you, you went too heavy on your exercises yeah. that day. So back off. Um, it's, it's really comes down to knowing your body, listening to your body and definitely taking the recovery that you need, the time that you need to recover. So we talk about push pulls a lot on our podcast. Um, and I just realized that I really haven't defined what that is. So sometimes Anna, we talk like everybody just knows what a push pull is. Oh, so okay. Let, let's, let's give some examples of upper body push pulls. Go ahead and give some examples. Sure. Of push oh pull. yeah. Easy. Okay. Like. You know, definitely pulling would be like bicep curls. You're pulling, you're contracting your bicep. Uh, you're throwing me out. Like, oh my God, what else is a pull? Um, like rowing, doing mm -hmm. rows. That's going to be a pull. Um, <laughs> anything you're going to be using, like the muscle of where you're pulling. So just imagine you're pulling something. That's a pull exercise. Um, what else? Reverse rows, inverted rows. Upright rows. Upright rows, that's pulling, even if you're doing, yeah, okay, that's good. So yep. uh, pushing, pushing, like overhead press, that's pushing away from you. Um, push-ups, that's pushing. So anything where you're going to be pushing away, that's a push exercise. These are for ups for your upper body. That's okay, just so, a simple version. Right, that, that is. And so let's do some um, examples of push-pulls for lower body. It's the same concept, push-pulls. It absolutely is. Go ahead. Yeah, well, the basic one, squats, you know, that's that's going to be a pushing. Yep. Um, oh, if you're using machines, you got leg extension. Um, mm -hmm. You have, you got the hamstring. That's the curl. If you're doing the hamstring, gosh, I wish I had, I could show you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even if you're doing like deadlifts, we're talking, that's going to be like, uh, that's the pull. Because that your hamstring is like the equivalent of your bicep and your arm. So if you think about that, it's like the opposite. And when you're doing your push pulls, you definitely want to make sure you're doing, you're working both your push your push muscles and your pull muscles because they work together. And you don't want to have one stronger than the other. You want to have that balance. So if you're working your quads, you also want to get work into your hamstrings. Yeah. Um, so I think. Are you when you are you big into isolating muscles or like are you trying to get as much movement as you get as much muscle activity from a certain movement? So like for instance, on a, on a when I think of a push, I try to I try to get the least I try to get the most done in the least amount of time. So I would try to do a shoulder press over a chest press just because you get more shoulder. You're, you get more shoulder action. Um, so can you comment on oh, that? Yeah. You know oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I totally love that you asked this question because it takes me back to the beginning, back when I started um, getting involved in strength training. And one of the things that I learned, and I'm very um, – I really believe in this, and that's compound movements. And so your basic compound movements, because these are the movements – that we use all of the time and are going to make us the strongest for our everyday life. And a compound movement, which would be like bench press, um, squats, overhead press, push-ups, pull-ups, chin-ups, um, because th these are the type, they're compound movements because you're using multiple multiple um, muscles at one time. So that's why we call it a compound movement. And I think that I think that that's really important to make sure that you're doing compound movements 
I call those your strength move, the first one of your of your training set that day. Um, so to me, those are the most important and they do incorporate pushing and pulling. Did I answer that question? I feel like oh, I went off. I, perfect. That was a perfect answer. Yeah. <laughs> so, and um, I, you know, I guess I wanted, I just wanted to clear that up because I think sometimes we focus too much when we hear about people lifting weights, we hear yeah. about people, you know, focusing on a certain body part or whatever. And that's what bodybuilders do. And that's what they have to do to look good on stage. But, you know, if you want to be fit overall and yes. in health, I think you do just the opposite because I try to mimic um, functional movements. Yes. Functional. So, yeah. You know, because that's the word. What we, right. What did we use? What did we do a hundred years ago? We didn't have, we didn't, we weren't working out with weights. We were throwing around hay bales. We were Absolutely. lifting hand lines. We were that's doing right. all kinds of stuff um, with our entire body. So yeah. speaking of compound movements, I love compound movements and I even go one step further than what you're talking about. And I throw compound movements into upper body and lower body. So a dumbbell squat into a shoulder press. I mean, just, you can get so much done with that workout alone. Yeah. And you could even throw in a curl to a dumbbell squat to a shoulder press. And yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, so compound movements are very effective. And I don't know if you will throw, you usually don't do upper body and lower body same day though, correct? I do a lower body, an upper body, and then we do a full body. Um, but yeah, I used to do a lot of those too. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not doing those as much as I used to. I really focus on the compound move. Yep. And yep. then we go into what they like to call accessory moves, which just breaking down and doing more like the isolated muscles, muscle groups. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a, like, I'm a big fan of push-ups. They're so important. I mean, like oh. we get on the floor and you want to get up, like, yep. like that's and, a functional movement. And you've got <laughs> no excuse to not do them. Cause you don't, you can do them while you're, while you can you're do a push up, a, yeah. lay, a layover in the airport. I've done push-ups at layovers in the airport. Cause right. you got everything you need. Yes. So Jim Smith, and, you know, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Anna. No, I was just going to throw in there real quick that, Compound movements also engage the core and that's really important for our back, you know, our abdominal, everything, your core is, is every, it's so important with everything that we do in life. And so that's why compound movements are also very important is to get a very strong core. Go ahead. So Jen Smith, what do you do on non-strength training days? Oh, myself. Well, everybody does things differently. I personally do my cardio on those days. Um, I think it's important to dedicate strength training. That's your strength training day. You want to put the energy into that. Um, and so I do cardio on my other days. I like to run. Everybody has their thing that they love. I just enjoy running, um, and cycling. Those are my two things. And of course, resting a rest day, but that yeah. doesn't mean like laying around a rest day for me might be, uh, going for walks or hiking or riding my skateboard or something like that. You, you, uh, on non-strength, on non-workout days, um, do something, yoga, stretching. Oh yeah. You know, stretching. Just, just something. Um, and if you, if it's not a total rest day, which I do believe in having probably at least one rest day a week, total rest day maybe not total rest where you don't do nothing, but maybe no strength, no cardio. Um, yeah. Rowing is a great cardio exercise. Um, I, I, when I'm not biking, I usually row. And the nice thing about rowing is it, it's a good body workout too. You yeah. know, um, you, you work your, it's a 
pull movement, not really a push, but you work your legs and your arms and it's a great cardiovascular exercise. I agree. I used that. I had a, I had an injury of my calf where I couldn't do very much and I ended up doing the rowing and I had never rowed before. I was like, man, I got to get something in. And I, I did use the rower. So I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. So as we wrap this up, Anna, um, I just wanted to say, you know, it's obvious I usually ask our guests, what do you have a passion for? But it's obvious with your big smile. <laughs> and if anybody has seen you on social media, it's obviously what it's obvious what you have a passion for. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you are doing this and, and inspiring others because you really are a motive, a very motivating individual. So thank you for what you're doing. But that thank being said, so you must have a passion for something else. Um, so tell us what you have a passion for. What <laughs> This is actually my biggest this passion. This is it. Good. I um, I think I have another passion for entertainment. So I'm in a band. We're called Flying Free. I'm the lead singer and I sing and I play guitar. Uh, we're just a cover band. And for me, it's just a great outlet. It's really fun. And I love to make people feel happy. And people are happy. And that's what I want to see. So that's my other passion is just entertainment. I think that's why I throw in entertainment because I just I just love to see people laugh and smile and, and, you know, it's just for that moment you can, you can be human and relax and not be so stressed out about all the cares of this world. So that's yeah. my other passion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not surprised that you're a singer and guitar player. It doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> you're a dancer too on TikTok. You, you become a I am dancer. not a dancer. I'm a wannabe. <laughs> I try. I just pretend. I, I want to dance. That's on my goals of this year. I want to learn how to dance. Anyways, is this, are we wrapping up? I want to give, I just want to yep. give a message. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was going to ask, you know, if people have any questions, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh yeah. You can find me. Oh, I live on Instagram. TikTok is is something that I've been, I would say kind of experimenting with in the past few months. I want to get better at it. Uh, do more of it because I want to help more people and give more more help, you know. Um, but I live on Instagram. You can find me there at Anna Rockstar23, Anna Rockstar23, or you can email me at Anna Rockstar23 at gmail.com. If you have any questions, I'll be glad to help you. You can find my website, Anna Rockstar Fitness. It's online, Anna Rockstar Fitness. Uh, that's how you can find me. So how would you like to, uh, are there any parting words you would like to end this uh, podcast with Anna to inspire others? I would. Um, I just want to say that if if you are somebody that you feel like you have a lot of weight to lose and you feel overwhelmed and that that where you're at is feeling very overwhelming and dreadful and like, where do I start? We talked about this earlier in this podcast. I just want to encourage you to just start and focus on one thing, just one thing you can do. Like, think about what is your struggle what is your main obstacle and start focusing on changing some habits in that area. The reason I say that is because when I had lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, I always tried to stay active and I tried to work out all the time and I couldn't understand why I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. But truthfully for myself, and this could be for some people, a lot of people, nutrition was my problem. I didn't fully understand it. And I also wasn't consistent with it. So that was my focus for my first I don't know how long it took a long time. Listen, habits take as long as they take. Don't listen to like the statistics of how long a habit takes because they take as long as they take. So don't give up 
work on that one thing until it sticks. Don't try to do everything at once. Just do one thing until that sticks. And then after that, you can move on to another habit, but just, just focus on building one habit at a time and you can do it. Believe in yourself. Okay. I believe in you and you need to believe in you. And if you don't believe in you yet, you can borrow some of my belief because I totally believe in you and you can do this. I love it, Anna. You are you are uh, have so much energy and you're so inspiring. I, I really appreciate you being on today and you've definitely realized our goal at Health Solutions, which is ed educating and empowering others to basically take charge of their own health. And um, you've definitely realized that goal. So thank you for being on, Anna. Thank you, Sean. And thank you, Janet. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thanks for tuning in.